Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I've got tremendous news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one source for betting in sports all day long. Latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, game trends, all at Bet Online through all your favorite sports coming off the March craziness coming off of the NFL season, horse racing, golf, baseball, NBA and NHL playoffs now, it's all there. Make sure you go to betonline.ag and use our promo code believe to get started. That's B L E A V. B-L-E-A-V to receive your bonus. You get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, or of course, you can use your mobile device to sign up and get started. BetOnline is your betting headquarters all year long. BetOnline.ag, BetOnline, where the game starts. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter back with you. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Welch & Company Jewelers, welchjewelers.com. Make sure you shop the showcase today. Engagement rings, wedding rings, you name it, it's all there. Watches, bracelets, they have specials every single month as well. So make sure you like and follow them on Instagram and on Facebook. Welch & Company Jewelers is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And a huge tip of the cap, thank you as well, to Liverpool Physical Therapy, the Al and Angus Pub, Bowers and Company CPAs, and our outstanding friends down there in Olean, New York, the online Master of Arts and Sports Journalism at St. Bonaventure University. Hey, it offers an entirely online Master of Arts and Sports Journalism for newcomers to the field. And hey, there's no graduate exam requirements for admission, and you can enroll with a bachelor's degree in any field. That's right, a bachelor's degree in any field. Amazing. Your love of the game and drive toward innovative storytelling finds a home at my old stomping grounds, SBU. This sports journalism program can be completed in less than two years with flexibility built into the curriculum. Experienced faculty teach interviewing skills, journalistic ethics, and other essential skills for success in this profession. Many students have gone on to cover sport on the big stage, including myself, Woj, Tim Bontemps, Donna DeToto, Mike Vaccaro, Bill Hoppy, and a host of others. Get in touch today with an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com and learn how you can become a sports journalist. That's sbujournalism.com. All right, PGA Championship, a few weeks away. Um, <clears throat> historic, vibrant, inclusive, Oak Hill. And man, I got to tell you, I just go on their website off and on, and I just cannot believe that this place is an hour and 10 minutes away from where I'm sitting right now. I mean, how lucky are we? Wow. Now, a couple of things here, <clears throat> and I'll go through, you know, the course and, you know, some different things and, um, you know, with, with the tournament, um, there's some history that I wanted to get to, um, you know, what they've hosted and, and all the rest. Uh, it, it's a rich tradition. Oak Hill is not just uh, a United States, you know, sort of domestic, one of the best courses in the country type of a thing. It's one of the best co- uh, courses, um, you know, in the world. And and it's it's globally known. Um, people just rave to it, rave about it. They flock to it. Um, you know, I, I got to tell you, it is, it's a, it's a magical place. It really is. And I can't wait for it. Um, I'm hoping to go at least one day, maybe two. I would love to be able to go that Thursday, Friday, and then get the hell out of there. 
<clears throat> you know, for the weekend, it's just too much. Uh, the, the weekend, you know, for majors and golf tournaments and really anything at this point, it, it's just getting wild. And let's be honest, let's be quite honest, the older you get, the harder things are as well. It's the only club to have hosted three PGA Championships, the Ryder Cup, three United States Opens, two U.S. Amateurs, the U.S. Senior Open, and two Senior PGA Championships. And, of course, this year, the 2023 PGA Championship. Um, it really is just a, a, an unbelievable uh, uh, place. Um, it's one of the finest experiences of any country club in the United States and around the world. Uh, rich traditions of a private club. Membership is by invitation only and available to a limited number of folks. And, of course, it's uncrowded. It's unsurpassed. Um, everything that they say on the website and throughout the course when you're there uh, it, it is so true. Uh, the tournaments, 1949 U.S. Amateur, 56 U.S. Open, 68 U.S. Open, 1980 PGA Championship, 84 U.S. Senior Open, 1989 U.S. Open, 1995 Ryder Cup, 1998 U.S. Amateur, the 2003 and 13 PGA Championships, and the Senior PGA Championship in 2008. One of the coolest things about Oak Hill is the Hill of Fame. It's basically a manifestation of Oak Hill's pride in its history and place in the game and its commitment to foster among all who visit a deeper appreciation and respect for those who have made it so special. And it is indeed a special place. Now look, PGA Championship, it is probably the hardest major to win, right? Let's face facts. I mean, it's, it's, it's a limited field, but it's a condensed great field. It's elite. It's the elite of the elite. That's all there is to it. You know, you get, what, the top 30 guys every year. And they'll all be there. You know, they'll all be there. Scotty Scheffler will be there. You know, Jordan Spieth will be there. Kepko will be there. Um, John Rahm will be there. You know, and I've got this year in no particular order, and I know we just got done with the Masters, but I have Rory McIlroy, um, you know, John Rahm, you know, I think Patrick Cantley, you know, um, are all in a really great position to win a major, I think, this year. Um, you know, I, I the, that for probably Scheffler, you know, the way he played in the world golf, and, and I was kind of surprised that he actually lost that once he got as far as he did. Um, but he's always gonna he's always gonna be there because of his putting. Um, Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm, Rory, and Patrick Cantley, I would say would be my four guys, you know, who I would who I would definitely if I had to predict, you know, winning a major. Now, listen, it it's it's impossible, you know, to predict these days. I mean, right? It's it's just it's 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 impossible. <laughs> um now, there are two courses at Oak Hill. The East Course is where the championship is. Um, I've always wanted to play the West Course. Um, it, it's definitely, you know, one of the the, the truly great, um, you know, kind of sidebar courses out there. Um, you know, but it's just uh, the place when you walk on it, when you walk on the grounds, 
it is it's it's the most ridiculous amazing you know imaginable uh place for golf that you can ever imagine i mean it, it really it, it's it's awesome you know it really is tremendous and um you know when i walk there you 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 know you kind of feel different you know than than a lot of places um you know it's like wrigley field it's like yankee stadium it's like fenway it's like you know, green, it's, it's like Lambeau field and, and, and green Bay. Um, you know, it's, it's just, uh, it's just a really, really special place, man. You know, it really is. Um, so anyways, number one is called the challenge hole. (laughs) Ben Hogan once called this hole, the toughest opening test in championship golf. It's, uh, it's wild. It's a 460 yard tee shot from the back. Now, granted, Ben Hogan played golf 75 years ago when, you know, a lot of guys in today's day and age could hit, you know, a three wood here and be totally safe. And then, you know, hit a, hit a very, uh, you know, hit, hit, hit your, hit your wedges in, you know, not, not how it used to be, but those guys used to pound it too, but it's really, it's an opening tee shot, you know, elevated tee to a slight dog leg left. And, uh, a great drive is really where it's at, right? Take advantage of that fairway down the slope at about 290. You've got Allen's Creek down there. Um, you know, you don't want to go out of bounds to the right, three bunkers off, you know, on the left type of a thing. <clears throat> you got the grass hammocks and a greenside bunker short right. It's a it's a typical Oak Hill hole, and they start you right off with it. Number two is called Breather, which is funny because you don't get a breather on this course. Uh, but it is only 350 from the whites, it's 405 from the championship tees. <clears throat> you gotta have that precise tee shot though, because you got that short par four. Uh, you got a really narrow fairway. Um, I remember Jason Duffner hold out his approach for Eagle in 2013 to help secure that 2013 PGA. Uh, that was an unbelievable shot by him. And uh, the breather, man, that is a narrow, narrow, narrow hole. But, boy, does it give you those nice, th- does it not give you that great view of the uh, of, of, of those, those oak trees and all the rest? Oh, man, it sure does. Number three, it is called Vista. First par three, holy cow, you got to have a perfect shot. <laughs> you got two bunkers on the left, one on the right, one in the front right. After that, they're deep, they're tough, they guard. And a ball that lands on the front third of the green has a minimal chance of staying on. You got that front that falls back, brutal. This hole is brutal. Holy cow, is Vista brutal. Oh, players have trouble with it big time. Number four, the high and mighty. Good Lord. 615-yard par five. Woo! Green slopes from back to front, deep bunkers, short left and short right guarding the green. I mean, yeah, ridiculous. Number five is called Little Poison. Two-tiered green, almost impossible to hit into. Four deep bunkers, you got to hit it up and over and make it stick. Shot that misses long, you're dead. And you plan, you know, that approach, you got to pay attention to the whole location to ensure a scoring opportunity, which even for the pros is hard. Double trouble, brutal. Double trouble on number six. Brutal. Long par four. Dog legs slightly to the right. Fairway bunkers on the left. Water up the right. Uh, Allen's Creek. Huh. Got to have an approach shot that's thoughtful probably and the whole location needed. You know, you got to really focus in on that. Depends on the whole location. Uh, you got to have all that for a birdie chance. But it's a 500-yard par four, man. <clears throat> Ridiculous, right? Creek's elbow, number seven. Just a gorgeous hole. 
<clears throat> you got Allen's Creek winding up the right side of this one and then crossing over the fairway, and you got that thick strand of trees left, and the tree shot must be carefully placed. I'll tell you what, this it's an approach shot. It's uphill, one of the most challenging greens on the course, but a scenic, amazing, gorgeous hole, and all of these just resemble Oak Hill so well. Compared to the previous two holes from 6 and 7, you got Wayside. It's a driving area that's generous. These guys at 430, you can bomb this thing down. You should be able to get up to the next shot. You know, your approach should get there. This is a great birdie hole for the players. Three deep greenside bunkers guard this rather really large green. But again, where the pin location usually is, right, it's kind of like, you know, in that in that right middle sort of thing. It's, it's a place that they can attack, and you can get a birdie as you head into the final hole on the front where number nine is, the needle's eye. It's a 480-yard uh, championship tee hole. Um, it's a tough uphill dogleg right, and you got to have the approach shot, you know, mid-iron to a green that, that slopes from back to front. These greens are brutal because the slopes are, you know, they're hard enough to, to hold and to putt on, but the way it lands, the slopes are very, very tricky. If you hit it in an area, oh, okay, I'm on, I'm on, but if you didn't hit it up enough, it's going to roll back. If you don't hit it, um, <clears throat> you know, down in certain areas, um, you know, you don't want to be, you know, above the hole as well. So um, <clears throat> it's a really, really hard, hard, hard golf course across the board, but the greens are from a, you know, uh, slope perspective, undulation perspective, it's really, really hard. Council Grove starts off the back nine, <clears throat> and listen, the back nine will not provide the player much relief. There's no doubt the back nine, after I just said all that on the front, the back nine actually probably plays harder. Long par four, 430, <clears throat> you know, from the championship tee. Allen's Creek is there to cross the fairway. Um, they've widened the approach, actually, to the putting green. But, man, it's guarded by, again, deep bunkers in the back, expanded putting surface. A lot of guys have to lag it up there at this one. Really hard green. Creekside, baby. Oh, my goodness. What a hard hole here. Woo, it is a par three, 245 yards from the championship tees. New challenges. They expanded the tee areas. Slightly different look than the past PGA Championships. Front right area, the putting green moved closer to Allen's Creek. And the expanded area on the rear left. Oh, my God. This green is so short, so narrow. Bunkers protect the green. Raised up from the prior location by a foot or so. This is probably, in my opinion, the hardest par three in the course. It is really, really hard. Number 12, the Leaning Oak. What a spectacular golf hole. Golf hole for the ages. I saw VJ Singh on this hole drive it back in 2003 up over the right side of trees and up near the bunkers. And I think he actually hit it over that last guarded bunker at, you know, I mean, it's a 400-yard championship shot. I think maybe that day it was maybe leaning in like the 380, 385. I mean, hell, the blacks are 370. The whites are 360. I, gosh, I don't know how anybody hits an approach on this on this hole. I don't care who you are. I mean, <clears throat> there's a bunker that's near a hill as you get close to the green. Another bunker in front. Another bunker just to the left, and then kind of that guarded, you know, deep one to the right. Not quite back guarded, but right guarded. This hole is ridiculous. It really is. And the legacy of this hole, it's one of the one of the truly great historic holes in golf history. Um, Members are going to notice, players are going to notice the two bunkers have been added into the landing area for longer players. Uh, that is a different deal than years and years and years gone by. I do think, though, VJ had those bunkers. I could be wrong. 
Maybe not, though. Maybe those were inserted in 13. But either way, I saw him drive it up the right side. It was ridiculous. Hey, maybe VJ's drive, <clears throat> you know, was the reason they added him. I can't remember if they were there or not. But strategy's huge on this hole. Um, you know, the long drive can carry the first one. And then you got that short iron to the green. Is that what you want to do? I don't know. Uh, it's strategical. It's risk-reward. Leaning Oak, one of the terrific, terrific, terrific holes in golf history. Small area of hammocks adding uh, to, to it as well on the right rough. Um, this is just, this hole is unbelievable. It really is. If you're going to go to the PGA Championship, I, I recommend you spending some time just walking up and down 12, you know, for a good 20 to 30 minutes. Um, it's just awesome. The Hill of Fame, another amazing hole on the course. It's probably the signature hole. Number 13, 595 yards from the tees. The Hill of Fame, the American flag up on the hill on the right side, all the oak trees lining the left. Um, <clears throat> you know, you've got that clubhouse area. You're sitting. You can sit behind the green and watch guys hit in. It, it really is a magical place to watch the tournament. And I'm just going to read right from the website, man. The 13th hole has a new look from the area of the third shot to the green approach. Bunkers changed slightly, but the fairway has been extended to the back of the second bunker, which will allow that risk-reward second shot. And you know what? In the past, it's been the thick rough on the right hill, catches all those shots, and then the, the, the shot isn't worth the attempt, really. But, you know, maybe it's a different approach now. The last tree on the left would force, you know, a player to kind of hit that low approach shot. And <clears throat> now, you know, you've got that kind of revamped area. Um, you know, that low approach shot in the past has been removed, but the opening to the green narrow and surrounded by those deep bunkers. So um, the putting green's different too since I last saw it. It's been completely rebuilt and will allow, you know, for, for a variety of flagstick locations. Uh, they weren't there before. Uh, you got a square shape to it, rounded corners. Uh, the original Ross design is is where that, that sits, right? I mean, that's something that he's done on so many of his courses. And there are no longer bunkers in the rear, but the slope will challenge a recovery shot to a back pin. This this hole is is magical. It just is. Number 14, Bunker Hill. One of the most dramatic holes on the newly restored East course. Um, <clears throat> it's aptly named Bunker Hill. And um, this hole is really cool, man. It's 320 yards from the championship tees. Uh, for most golfers, there's only one way to play the hole. Precise shot, small section of the fairway. Um, hill rises up. Errant drive hurts you a little bit because you got to punch out to the middle with that attempt to get that third shot on the elevated green to save par or bogey, and that green is hell. I mean, the wood's in the back, the tree's in the back. You're staring at, with your drive, if you're going to try to drive this green, <clears throat> you're staring at the right side that's hard to get out of there, and you're also staring at, you know, what is it, six bunkers, three of which are in the front of the green. You've got the woods in the back. You can't miss long. You can't miss short. And you've got three bunkers that are, you know, in that 55, 60 yard to the green area. So, you know, <clears throat> where do you go? It's the ultimate risk reward. It really is. And it's really new in a way, right? It'll give the player options that didn't exist, <clears throat> you know, the last time the championship was here. Uh, hole number 15 called the Plateau, one of the more odd green shapes in the entire world playing uh, golf. It's 160 yards from the championship tee. It's a short part three. It's inspired by the original Donald Rost hole and by the cousin, the third hole, of course, um, at Wanamaisa, and you've got, it provides that birdie chance, no question about it. Uh, it's, it's, it's a really, really unique hole. I don't know as if I love this hole, but 
Um, you know, the green is built into the side of the hill uh, with a position fairly close to the green that it replaced. Uh, they've redone this one pretty good. Uh, the left bunker will create a challenging shot directly across it. Um, it's a fun hole. It's a weird hole. It's a scorable hole, and it's a danger hole all in one. Pretty cool. Straight away, how about it? Yeah, you get a little bit of a break here. Maybe, maybe not. Definitely not for me. Um, 460 yarder, it's called straight away. They've lengthened it. Trees have been removed down the right side. Two bunkers have been added. A bunker is located on the left, probably about 50 yards short of the green. And uh, it might trick the player into believing that maybe the bunker is closer to the green than it looks, but it's not. And the green's perched a little bit on that slope with a bunker on the right and a steep drop off to the left and the rear. This hole is really, really, really different than past years, man, because of the length, because of the hidden bunker and all the rest. This is a really, really, really important hole for players uh, as they make the turn uh, into the last three holes. Twin Trees, hole number 17, 500 yarder. <clears throat> it plays as a par five for the members and a par four for the major championships. Uh, tee shots got to hug that right side or your toast. And um, putting green, you got a series of uneven hammocks on the right side, bunkers on the left. Every single hole, every single hole on this course is such a challenge you know, to hit into. It's ridiculous. The 18th hole continues to be a challenging finishing hole, of course. Nothing has changed there. It's a 490-yard par 4. Uh, requires a long and precise drive. Um, it's it's really, it's just an amazing hole. It's the final walk to the famous Tudor Clubhouse, which now features a putting surface with more depth in the right rear section and repositioned bunkers. Uh, it's a great finishing hole. I don't think it's the best finishing hole out there. Uh, I would actually like Oak Hill to have, I mean, it's, it's really nice. Don't get me wrong, but um, <clears throat> for a number 18 on a course of this, you know, with this prestige, with this, uh, with, 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 with the unlimited accolades that this course gets, um, you know, it, it's not, it doesn't reek sexy. Let's just put it like that, but it's still obviously really amazing. Um, but the putting green shifted a little bit to the right, <clears throat> increased flag stick locations. You got that American flag on that Hill of Fame, which is visible, uh, which is just so cool. The Hill of Fame is so amazing. Um, and yeah, so we'll see what happens. You know, uh, uh, you need a great shot to end it. You make a par and sign your card, shake your opponent's hand. And uh, you've just played one of the great golf courses in the history of the game. And certainly, certainly, uh, most people, um, you know, most pros, that's the other thing with, you know, pro golfers that I don't, I don't think people understand, right, is it's, it's one of those things where, like, the pro golfers get to play all these freaking world-renowned courses for free. Isn't that a perk for the pros? I mean, my God, not only are they making millions of dollars, flying first class, all these different things, right? getting paid for apparel, whether they wear Nike, Callaway, Ping, whatever. They get to play all these courses in their career for nothing. We got to pay a lot of money for them. What's the Oak Hill rate now for a membership? 30 grand? I don't know. But this course is amazing. It really is. It's got a strong, strong, strong history. It's got a rich tradition. Um, <clears throat> you know, as my guy Sal Mayorana points out, with each major championship it proudly hosts, Oak Hill scribes another chapter in golf's memory book. There's no doubt about that. Um, it's an 85-acre thing of beauty nestled next to the Genesee River that served as home to Oak Hill. Um, you know, well, it, it's 85 acres of, you know, basically was there before the golf course. Um, but it was incorporated in 1901, man, and it was a barren land. It was, you know, not much to it. 
And now we fast forward and it's just, it's a special place. It's in Western New York. Um, it's got history uh, beyond belief. And how lucky are we? How lucky am I? You know, really. And remember, this is a pretty cool, when you go, you know, you can just kind of soak in, you know, the, the, the history to it. Um, while you're there and, and watching the golf and all the rest. And, you know, he, here's a cool piece of history. In 1921, when the University of Rochester first proposed a land swap, whereby the university would build its new river campus on the banks of the Genesee, where Oak Hill was situated, with the club being relocated to a 355-acre plot of farmland in the town of Pittsburgh, the members were skeptical. However, these men did not achieve their lofty financial business and community status without being blessed with intelligence, foresight, and civic awareness. Though they loved their club, they recognized a golden opportunity that would ultimately benefit Oak Hill, the university, and the city. The university, originally located on Prince Street, was growing in stature, not only locally, but nationally and internationally. It needed an expansion, and especially after the talk that Kodak's George Eastman, the school's most generous and influential patron, was interested in funding the building of the music school and medical center by allowing the small arts and science colleges, a college a chance to grow into the prestigious situation it is today. And uh, the quality of life in Rochester would only improve. And as far as Oak Hill moved to Pittsburgh, presented an opportunity to start anew, and the club could do so with the university chipping in three hundred sixty grand as a part of the deal. That's a pretty good thing. And of course, with all that more than quadrupled, there was more room for two eighteen-hole courses that would be designed by that guy, Donald Ross. So pretty cool, right? State-of-the-art amenities, accommodations for the members, families, and guests. And it was a win-win situation for everybody. So the history goes on and on and on. Of course, I do want to, um, you know, cite the website at oakhillcc.com where I just got some of the information word for word. But um, it's just an amazing, amazing uh, place. Um, you know, you're talking about a place that, you know, has had star-studded fields, including the likes of Tiger Woods, Sam Sneed, Ben Hogan, Walter Hagen, Gene Saris, and Jack Nicholas. Um it's, it's just, it's an amazing place. You know, it really is. And with that, coming up next, I'm going to predict the 2023 PGA Championship. I'm going to give you my winner and uh, a couple other loose ends as well. It's the ML Sports Platter brought to you by Stanley Law Offices. Mike Lindsley with you here on the ML Sports Platter brought to you by Stanley Law Offices. Burn Dairy and our great friend Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State Tax Efficient Retirement Planning. Go with Brian today at advisors.massmutual.com. So I'm actually recording this before the Masters. Um, and so as I record this, I don't know who won the Masters, of course. But if one of my guys wins the Masters, Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm, Patrick Cantlay, Rory, those are my four major winners for predictions this year. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Scotty Scheffler wins the Masters. He's my Masters pick. I'm not going to do previews for all the major championships. I'm doing Oak Hill because it's only an hour and 10 minutes away. I've been to two PGAs there. For some reason or another, I've been to, for for majors in golf, I've only been to PGAs. I've been to three PGAs. I went to Baltistral back when Phil won it in the mid-2000s. I've been to both these PGAs, 2003 and 13, when Sean McKeel and uh, Jason Duffner won. But I'm going to go... I need a tough, rugged, all-around assassin for this golf course. 
or I need a first-time major winner who's going to go out there and not even think about the conditions, not even think about the challenges. Now, when I say conditions, all the conditions at Oak Hill, they're on the course, mostly. Now, it'll be May in Rochester. Could it snow? It could. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not talking about the Open Championship wins or all the all the crazy bounces of the Open Championship or the rough at the U.S. Open or, you know, I, there is wicked rough here, too. I mean, they've hosted both U.S. Open and PGAs, and everybody knows Oak Hill for the rough, right? Uh, but I need I need one or the other there. So I'm going to go John Rahm. I need an assassin. I need a guy. I need a shot maker when it's most important. I need a guy who welcomes the clutch genes, welcomes the challenges, welcomes Oak Hills rough and Oak Hills brutal greens and Oak Hills guarded bunkers and Allen's Creek and the long tee shots and the 600 plus yard par five. I need an assassin. I need a grinder. I need a clutch dude. I need somebody with that, you know, an amazing skill set at a major championship on a course like Oak Hill. Give me John Rahm to win the PGA Championship. Mike Lindsley with you here. It's an ML Sports Platter Edition. Thanks for listening all over the major platforms, Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, you name it. We got it going on. Past guests of the show include Keller Ripken Jr., Adrian Wojnarowski, Bob Costas, best-selling authors, and Eric Wood, Jim Kelly, Mike Tirico, and a host of others here on the program. Make sure you subscribe, download, download, rate, and review, and listen to the show. We are all brought to you by Rosie's Corner, pizza, wings, pasta, hot and cold subs, and more. Get on over there for Fish Friday. If you're in and around the central New York area, Rosie's Corner is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Gift cards available for any occasion as well. And a tip of the cap, thank you to Camilla's Golf Club, the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, Liverpool Physical Therapy, and Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company. Hey, before and after all the rounds out at Oak Hill, stop by School Street in Victor. You're right there in Rochester. Stop by Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company. Drink some pints. Talk about the golf. Get on over there. Pre-game, post-game. Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company is the official brewing company of the ML Sports Platter. StumblingMonkeyBeer.com. Before your visit, go check out the gear and the beers on tap. They've got it all. IPA, sour, seltzers, amber ale, red ale, a lot of specialty beers every single uh, uh, month as well. And hey, who knows? Maybe my guy Rob and his team will, in fact, put out a beer for the PGA Championship. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.